Hi, my name is Adedeji Adeomi. If today is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, Godly Council is a place where we teach, admonish, and they preach the undoubted word of God to actually help us to connect with our Maker every day on a daily basis. So, the full step and the life we're taking. So, we're just part of um, the system that is actually helping people to know God more and more. So, we're not just a ministry that knows it all we are just part of the body that is ensuring the growth of a christian faith and the life that we meant to live on a daily basis thank you so much for joining us so today um we're going to be talking about a different topic and it's going to take a lot of time i understand you're used to a topic about you know life and uh, getting success in life being at the top growing the ladder a lot of that but um, today we are talking about reading and understanding the Bible. Uh, the reason why this course is actually meant, this teaching is actually meant for a small course, for especially for new converts. But um, I'm being led to actually do this so that we can actually know the importance of the word for us. The importance of the Bible for us and what the Bible is and is not. So we're going to take time to talk about it today like a family so that we can look in within ourselves and even help some people that are struggling with the reading of the Bible to know why they are struggling with the reading of the Bible. So before we go into the world, let's say short prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to teach your word today. Every agenda of the enemy shall not prevail. We rebuke every devourer in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that light will fall as people are listening to your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, the speaker is a sinner. Lord, have mercy. And the hearer is also a sinner. Lord, have mercy. And allow us to be partaker of the blessing of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And in Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and Amen. So reading and understanding the Bible. So one of the things um, we want this to, uh, I want this to achieve is to read, study and grow by the Word of God and by the Bible. So I understand a lot of us um, approaches the Bible as the test so that we are just trying to pick out one or two things that we want. Or we are trying to meet up due to the religious activities that we have been told that this is the way we need to read the word. This is some of us will be given like 10 chapters, 20 chapters, 30 chapters daily so that we can be able to meet up with the daily religious routine. And some of us we are like, oh, let me just read one verse today, I'll read another verse tomorrow. Uh, some of us is how the spirit led we just speak and we just read this chapter today we we felt hey pumped and then we leave that part and we begin to move to another part then some of us we found ourselves in uh, a place where we don't believe it we just like let me just read it and some of us find it so powerful that we keep it under our pillow so that uh, it can help us to fight the life battles so all these are just the concepts and then some are misconception of what the Bible is meant to be. Yes, it's a book, but what kind of book it is. So um, 
we the bible is a collection of religious texts or scriptures sacred to christians jews samaritans rastafari and others they generally consider the bible to be a product of divine inspiration a record of the relationship between god and human this is what i got from the wikipedia that i'm just trying to i am help you to understand what the collection of this book is all about of inspiration i'll go to what the bible itself says it is so the bible takes its name from the latin book or books which comes from the greek biblica the books traced to the Phoenician port city of Geba, known as Biblos to the Greeks, according to the ancient.eu. So the Bible is God's word combined together to increase our knowledge of who God is, according to the research and the leading of the Spirit that I have found out myself. And I'm trying to make you guys understand, although you're listening to me. The Bible is being, from Genesis to Revelation, packed with the knowledge of God and for us to know more about God. So how the Bible came to be is when you read um, a scripture like um, Exodus. When you say the children of Israelites, when they are going, they carried an hack that um, God told them. And what was put in that hack was the Ten Commandments. That was what was put into that hack and was guarded and was a guard down to uh, um, Samuel, uh, down to First or Second Samuel, where David had to intervene in the hack to keep. So, what? David was actually dancing for the people, Bible scholars that are listening to me. What they he was dancing about that a wife was abusing him, that he's dancing naked in the presence of all that is celebrating the Ten Commandments of God. That's what who healed in a stone and put in an hack. To tell you how powerful this book is. This book is so powerful that it is the same thing that is knocking down the God of Gadon when the Philistines invaded and took this in First Samuel. So, um, yes, the book, First Samuel book, we have First and Second Samuel. So I decided to come down so that in case you are like, what are you talking about? So. Yes, I, I, I understand I'm meant to be going into some Bible scriptures and all that, but you know we're talking about the Bible, so I'm going to be speaking more from the outside to the inside so that we can actually see this book. So from the things I'm picking inside, I'm showing you how powerful it was and how the Bible started. So, um due to some conception that says the Bible is a religious book. It's meant for the Christians. The Christian created it in their own way. No, it's not a religious book. It's not meant for the Christian. It's meant to populate the earth with the knowledge of God 
and for people to know more about God. So, this book that has gone through this, okay, so right from um, the Moses, first of all, dropped the first stone. God had to tell him that he is going to rewrite the second. The first one was written by God. God told him he's going to write the second one by himself. He's not going to be part of it. Ad, which took him into another 40 days or 40 nights to be able to do it without food, without coming down from the mountain, just being there. And that, that Moses did, was just the Ten Commandments that it took him that time to bring out. And it was put in an hack and was protected and was guided to tell you how powerful it is. So what we are guiding in that book called Bible is the Word of God, is the story, the inspiration, the event that took place that can give us this visibility into who God is. Because we are made to worship. And how can we worship what we don't know? Then the Bible is there for us to worship the God we don't know. So I'm taking this time to actually explain the Bible to us. So we cannot worship what we don't know. Because unless it is written somewhere. So the people of every other religion has a book that captured the event, inspiration, the style of the God they are worshipping. Go anywhere, you will never find an abstract where it wasn't written somewhere that somebody will need to come and meet it so that we'll be able to understand. Because although this event happened far back as millions of years, in billions of years, even the scientist comes with a book that has been prepared by different people. Some witnessed the event, some was never there, but it comes up with a book to show us that this is the way the head is shaped. And this is the way human beings become from um, chimpanzee or sorry, is it gorilla? I don't know, but we grew from there. That is the. Uh, evolution of man the early age how we became man okay so I, I know I know I'm teaching and I'm trying to be careful not to say some stuff because I I'm still I'm yet to see a chimpanzee growing from chimpanzee and becoming man I'm yet to see if they okay I'm not gonna argue I'm not here to actually condemn the Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, um, one of the things that you need to understand that this book was written by prophets, priests, apostles, teachers of the law. They wrote it. They captured this event down. Yes. Through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, especially for the New Testament. It was different events. Even one time it was written where we're told that the events and the miracle and everything that Jesus did couldn't be captured in any book that if they said if it were to be captured the, the libraries, a room will not be able to contain the books so 
It is written by human beings. Yes. It's not that angel jotted it down. By human beings through the inspirations of what? The Holy Spirit. So, that is what, um, that's one thing that's for sure. So, it contains the knowledge of God, contains the insight into history. It contains laws and principles, contains testimonies, contains impossibilities and miracles, contains daily daily living patterns. It contains pattern for spiritual growth. It contains giving and receiving principles. It contains marriage and family living. It contains sacrifice. It contains love, passion. All these that I mentioned will be found. You can find them in the words in the Bible. It contains season explanation. Even some of the things that we put into play today started from the Bible. Where did the government start from? Great. Oh, okay. There are some other books that tell us about the government. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So what am I trying to say in essence is that yet, yes, it's written by what? By human. But it contains all these things that I've mentioned, history, events, prophecy, miracles, season, times. It had all of that in the cap in the Bible. But you need to notice if the Bible is written through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, it must be read through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing. I'm gonna be I'm gonna put out clearly to you. You cannot read the Bible through the readings. You can read it through the help of the Holy Spirit. If you read it through the readings, it's gonna come with confusion. Yeah. Because you are gonna see some scriptures that says no, and some say yes. For example, I call um, you say in a sp- in the, in, the, um, in a place where it was written that little wine is good for the spirit uh, for the body, so that it can get well. Little wine. Then another place said, um, uh, "Do not be filled with wine, but be filled with the spirit of God." And then you find where it was written in Proverbs that. Um, Kings don't drink don't drink wine so that they can make a sound judgment. And it was written in another place that um, fools wakes up early in the morning to drink wine. So now some are gonna come with the argument that Jesus turned water into what? Into wine. <laughs> so uh, I have, there was one argument one time that the uh, I think it was in Exodus, I can't remember the scripture where it said um, the Moses and the elders of Israel went to God in the mountain with a beer and then um, bread or something to eat with God. So, in this different misconception about alcohol, and you decide to approach it that way. 
you are likely to just pick the one that you feel is suits you according to the way your body reacts to it. Some people don't take alcohol not because they are Christians, but because their body does not, doesn't fall into it. Doesn't, some the taste, some will tell you because of the taste that they don't even go near alcohol. Some will tell you because um, they don't just say anything. And some will tell you they want to be in their normal sense. It's not because of trying to fulfill the righteousness of God. So those kind of people can just easily pick the one that suits them. Some grew up in alcohol is a meaning they started this thing from the breast milk of their mother. Because when they were being breastfeed and then the mother was taking alcohol, so it has become the part of their system and grew up with them. And even when they came back or came out of the womb, they found uh, their parents or people around them taking it even grown with it. So it has getting addicted into their body, which there's an addict addiction around that or addicted um what was it called that is part of it. So they now started learning to struggle to come out of this alcohol. Because when they now heard this good news of G about Jesus Christ and they want to serve God faithfully and one of the preachers that preached to them talked talk to them about abstaining from alcohol and they begin to like oh can I overcome this and they're trying and they're saying scripture that say little wine is good and they say there's little and they encounter about do not be drunk that um, awake you drunkard early in the morning you are drunk thank you for the scripture Holy Spirit so they begin to try to find their way out of that and then they begin to struggle. They can just pick the one with the little one. They can look at the one with the drunkard and say, yes, um, I don't, I'm not a drunkard because I don't drink to be drunk. <laughs> I just drink to be tipsy, you know. So um, that is why when we read the Bible, it's not about the letters. It just sparked this confusion. Okay, let me quickly give you that from the glyphs of the Holy Spirit. Why the Bible tell us not to be filled with wine, but to be filled with the Holy Spirit? It takes you down to that same part. And to another part of the Bible that I said, um, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Then it now goes down. This is how the Holy Spirit actually helps you to read the Bible. It now goes down to tell you praying without ceasing. It goes down to tell you that you don't know the time when the, the Maker, that is the Savior, that Jesus is going to come back. It takes you down to the parable of the um, um, seven virgins. Oh, is it seven? Ten virgins? <laughs> Sorry. So it takes you down to that parable. Five were wise, five were foolish, some filled in there with oil, some did not fill with oil. And they begin to translate to you that some were prepared, some were not prepared. So by the time you look down that line or that kind of scripture and do this prayer, begin to meditate in, to help you to meditate and to go in that line and pray. You're not like, no, I don't want to take a call. Not just because it's righteous, not because uh, it's 
um, little wine is good for the body. But because at the, if God is going to use this temple called the body, it must be ready at all times because you need to be prepared. You don't know when the what the Son of Man will come. You need to be prepared at all times. And it may help you to analyze it to the world. So the king does not fill himself with alcohol. You know, so, oh, I want to be a king on earth. That doesn't mean a king to sit on the throne, but a king means that you are at the ex you are you are the, you are at a level where you are doing something for the kingdom and influencing others. Not because you are sitting on a throne, but because you are ensuring more people are coming to know Christ because you are alive. By the time all these have been analyzed, you will not say, oh, with this, I don't want to take a call. So, I'm actually giving you the processes of the difference between the letters and allowing the Holy Spirit lead you in reading the Bible. And I'm going to be giving you more. Um, but I'm going to stop for a moment today. Then I'm going to come back to it. Uh, it's not going to be like a part two, but it's just going to be excuse me, heart to heart thing that will help all of us to know both of us to grow and to become better in what God has called us to be. So, um, there is a question that is here that I want us to quickly go through because we have about how many minutes to go. Why read the Bible every day? There's a question. Some people ask it. Why? Even though you've not been asked, you have to ask yourself the question, why should I read the Bible every day? If I read my Bible once or twice in a week, I'm fine. So, there are how many of it here that um, I put in place here? <laughs> so, um, I have about 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 points to tell us the reason why to answer that question. Why you need to read your Bible every day? Why? Why is important? Um, Number one is consistency brings in growth. Like I said, I'm going to just use this eight minutes to explain these things one by one. Consistency brings growth. You want to grow in life. In anything you do, you need to be consistent. What you are not consistent in, you can't grow in it. Look at the people that are doing great things in, in the job market, for example, job market where you have different skills. Some people have been consistent in marketing. So that's why when they are going to get a better pay, a higher pay, uh, 
a better position or higher position in a different place it must be that marketing you cannot be doing marketing for 10 15 years of your life and then you now saw a place where they told you to come to get the job for hr and you now decided to want to go in it doesn't work that way because at that point it is not um, I know as I was, I was I'm talking I remember there was an opportunity that came one time to become uh, HR for a company <laughs> and I've not practiced HR I think I was five years yeah five years or six years job experience in sales and then I was being called and I, I applied and I was surprised I was called but I realized all the questions I was asked, I missed it. And then the only thing they could offer was to come and be an assistant to the HR. They love my passion, they love, uh, but they want me to. So because why did they do that? They realized that I have not been consistent in anything called HR. But I've been consistent in sales even when they told me that I'm going to be managing the... I'm going to be helping the general manager to you know, give ideas on how to improve sales and all that. They didn't give me, but they gave me an assistant so that I need time to learn f- from someone that has been consistent in this role so that I can actually want be better. So that was what happened. So that's how consistent is a key factor in anything we do. And I'm actually using, I purposely use the example of the job market so that we can all have an idea. If you notice, I'm not going into the Holy Spirit said, the scripture, the joy, no, no, no. I'm being focusing because I want us to see the Bible from the outside in not the inside heart. So, because when you see from the perception of what's happening around, you can know the importance of the Bible. So, the consistent brings growth. I'm not sure I'm be able to finish all this today, but wherever we finish today, we'll continue another time. So, um, our daily bread is another point, our daily bread. So, um, yes, the Bible told us in uh, Matthew, uh, is it Matthew 6? Um, told us about when Jesus was talking about prayer that when thou pray thou should ask that uh, the Father give us um, daily bread uh, the Lord's prayer so our daily bread is very important it is very very important so why do you read Bible every day you read it because it's a deliberate. Okay, Deji. I thought you said that delivery bread is more important, but you're telling me Bible. Yes, because the Bible is you feeding your spirit daily. As we feed our physical body with bread, you are feeding your spirit with the world. So where you are going to get the word is not different writings on the internet or on the book. Even though the book is written by a powerful preacher, acknowledge it. But it is going to be, it's going to work if it's being read. 
by um, um, uh, sorry if you read the bible the inspiration the prophecy the events of god put in a book so that you can be able to feed your spirit i'm not going to go into the spirit man series now but to help you to feed your spirit So, you need to feed your spirit. <laughs> oh, praise God. So, that is it. You need to feed it daily. So, that's why you need to read your Bible every day. So, and the reason why it's a daily bread also, this is the second point I'm adding. We live in a in a planet on Earth. I wanted to say world, but W O R L D is a system, not if just a physical place. So we need on in a place on a planet on Earth where every day is a new day, and the day that has passed cannot be recovered. It even shows in our calendar. 29-6-2020 can never become and again it is past. As we're counting our days on earth, excuse me, check yourself. You realize that some things that you are doing right now, check it yesterday, last week, it's not the same thing. Even in your waking up, even though you wake up at the exact time, there is a way you will wake up today that will be different tomorrow. Or then you might stretch this side and this is the way. Even when you take your bath, there must be something different. So it's a new day entirely. So that is why. That is also why, let me put it that way. You need to read your Bible every day. So we still have more. Like I said, the standpoint I thought I, I thought I would be able to rush through rush through it but um, I'm going to stop here for a while and then we'll take this and we'll continue another time so um, I want to pray with us I understand that we do some of somebody's listening and the person is saying I know you've been talking about the Bible but for me I don't even have an idea what the Bible is and all that so I want to help you to know that the author of the reason why we're reading the Bible today is Jesus Christ because if he had never come, he won't have explained some things to us. So, you need Jesus in your life and let him be your savior today. So, if you're listening to me and then you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like you to say the short prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for calling me to you today. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Help me to continue to know Him. And I repent of all sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As you have accepted Jesus into your life today, may the hold of sin be broken over your life today. Every agenda of the enemy is cancelled. The blood of Jesus cleans you. He said we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. You have confessed your word 
confess Jesus today. And Jesus is saving you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. So if you uh, just say that short prayer, we would like to actually hear from you. And then the best way to hear from you is that there's a link on the podcast anchor. When you click on that link, it's going to take you to where you're going to fill in your details and put in your emails and we can reach out to you. And then you can also get to click on that link on the Facebook and see our daily um, devotional and the materials that will greatly bless you. Thank you so much for giving us a time to teach you how to read and understand the Bible today. Until we come here with next time. Bye.